Welcome to the Encouragement Cafe with Luann and Friends, where the conversation is always hot and fresh. Comfort food for your soul is always on the menu, and friends are close enough to hug. Pull up a chair. We've been waiting just for you. Welcome to Encouragement Cafe with Luann and Friends. I'm Luann Prater. And I'm Tracy Eister. We are here because God has appointed us at this moment and this season of our life to sit around this cafe table with you every single week. And we love it. And we hope you love it, too. If you ever get down and discouraged, if you ever feel like, I just need a little girlfriend time, even if you can't find us on the dial immediately, you can always go to EncouragementCafe.com and pull up past shows. You can get a little bit of devotional time in there. You can find some Bible study. We are always here saying, girlfriend, we know how tough it is in this life to keep going. So we don't expect you to do it alone. We're here with you. And today we're talking about something that Tracy and I are both passionate about. (laughs) Let me just say, we we are passionate about having a good attitude, an attitude of gratitude. Yes, for sure. My The book that I wrote, Be the Mom, it's all about having the right attitude around motherhood. And very early in life, I think it might have been my daddy who said to me, um, attitude is everything. Because he would notice that if I was doing my chores and I was, you know, kind of sullen or pouty or whatever, that I was making the chore even harder than it possibly ever had to be because of my (laughs) attitude towards it. And, you know, we were in a house of six people and things were crowded and things didn't always go my way. And, yeah, it was pretty much spoken into my life very early that attitude is everything and I have just learned that especially when I had little kids if you wake up in the morning and you're feeling overwhelmed and you start living in that I'm feeling overwhelmed you will have a pretty rotten day but if you wake up in the morning feeling a little overwhelmed and you think okay God we're in this together let's get after it and get it done and you try to smile about it so definitely attitude is everything and you're right an attitude of gratitude. I wake up in a house every day. I have blankets that keep me warm or an air conditioner that keeps me cool. I have healthy family members that look me in the eye every day and say, hi, mom, and hi, honey. And so you're right. Understanding all that we have and all that we're giving and having a heart of gratitude. How can you go through life being a grumpy person? Because we are blessed with so much. We are. We are. And, you know, it is a choice. And I know so many that say, yeah, but you don't understand. You don't understand what I'm going through. And you know what? Maybe I don't. But I know that I have been through some really tough, rotten things in my life. I have been on the other side of abuse. I have been in a situation in my marriage where it was ugly. I have been in a lot of bad spots, but you know what? It is a choice to say, okay, God, I need you to get a hold of my life and my heart and my attitude and turn it around. I need to get up. And like you said, Tracy, if I get up and I feel the least bit like I'm going to be in a, in an icky mood, I start singing. (laughs) I start singing. 
and it may not be a joyful noise to anybody else, (laughs) but it is a joyful noise to me and and to God. I think that when I get up and I start saying, Lord, I don't feel like I want to be joyful today, but you know what? We get bogged down sometimes as women, and we think we have to feel everything. (laughs) And it's not about feeling. It's about a choice of saying, no, I do want to be thankful that I have a God who loves me. I want to be thankful that he gave me a roof over my head. I want to be thankful that I have food in my refrigerator to eat. I want to be joyful today, and I'm going to choose to do that. I do find it very interesting that you sing a lot because I sing a lot. I sing a lot. I dance a lot. I play music a lot. I talk to myself. I'm really silly. It's interesting. My daughter's back from college and um, she made the comment after about a week or two. She was like, my gosh, mom, you haven't changed a bit. And I'm what? And she said, you're constantly singing and dancing and talking to yourself. She said, people wouldn't believe it if they weren't spying on you from the other room. And that is part of that choice. To it just is. think positive and be and and if right now if you're listening and you want to throw up and roll your eyes and think you got to be kidding me there must be something to it because you and I both have a general <laughs> positive countenance and if that's kind of what God lays on our heart you know so maybe everybody should try to sing all day long. <laughs> <laughs> well, my kids, I, I've got to say, my kids are all grown now. My my youngest is 28. And they have all come to me and said, Mom, you used to drive us crazy when you would get up and sing, Good morning, good morning. But now they look back and they say, You know what? We miss having those songs. And we know that that made us get in a better mood. And now they turn around and do it to their own children. (laughs) They are singing to their kids and they are making a joyful noise. I think that it's really important for us to get it that, number one, the attitude that we have is a choice. Well, here we are around the cafe table talking about attitude today because, Tracy, quite frankly, we have we've decided and we've discovered in our own lives that it is a choice. And we can say, you know what, I am going to praise instead of out. Do you hear that, girls? Just think about that little phrase right there. Lord, I'm going to praise instead of pout today. I know that my husband got up and took off and did not help one bit with the kids. I know that my mother-in-law is driving me right over the edge. I know that my neighbor is getting on my very last nerve with their dog. <laughs> I know that when I go to work today, I'm, I'm going to be behind and I'm going to have deadlines all over the place. I am going to choose, Lord, to praise you, and I'm not going to pout. Because, Lord, when I praise you, everything else pales in comparison. And, Tracy, our attitude is not just important for us, but our attitude sets the tone for our family, for our house, for our neighborhood, for our workplace. I mean, if we run across a grumpy person, what's the first thing that happens? For me, it's a challenge to to help make that person's day a little bit better, just with kindness and a positive attitude and a little bit of joy. And it does happen because mm-hmm. usually, I mean, 
we've we all have days where things are going wrong and we make that choice to just go there and to be a little bit sad but if god brings me across the path of someone who i can see pain in their eyes or frustration and i'm talking little things at the grocery store you know just being in a checkout line at the grocery store and the people around you get frustrated and you know you feel for the poor clerk and you think okay i'm going to be the breath of fresh air that walks through here and that's kind to this person <laughs> to help pull them up. I can tell you a great story a friend shared with me. She had her daughter with her in the stroller and her daughter was sitting in the stroller and the person behind them was being really grumpy and her little daughter because she's, you know, around this wonderful mom looks up at her mom about the woman behind her that's being grouchy and says, "Mama, she don't have Jesus in her heart." <laughs> And my friend is thinking, uh-oh. And the woman behind her that was being a grouchy person started towards my friend and her daughter. And my friend is kind of thinking, okay, I have to make sure I handle this the right way. And the woman looked at this precious little girl and she said, you know what? I do have Jesus in my heart, but I am not acting like someone who has Jesus in my heart. Wow. So out of the mouth of babes. And so how often, you know, could a child look at you in your average day and make the claim, she don't have Jesus in her heart. (laughs) (laughs) And I know you've talked about that before, Luann, that you recognize it as a child of God, that you are representative of God. And so how you spend your day is a reflection of him. And when I learned that joy stands for Jesus, others, yourself, and you go through life understanding that Jesus first, then others, Mm -hmm. then yourself, you can have joy. But when you Mm -hmm. flip it around and all you're thinking about is yourself and your problems Mm -hmm. and your issues, you really can, you know, get down in the dump pretty quick. So for me, if I'm not feeling joy, I start thinking, well, if I start thinking about Jesus, I will be thinking joy, you know, joy will happen if I start thinking about others. So remember that little acronym and in your day. Don't don't be yodge, be joy. How's that? <laughs> <laughs> well, one of my all-time favorite passages and I've probably mentioned this before because it's it's really my life verse. It's 1 Thessalonians 5:16 through 18 and it says, "Be joyful always. always. Not sometimes. Be joyful always. Pray continually. Mm-hmm. Give thanks in all circumstances." And why? Why does God tell us to do that? It says, be joyful always, pray continually, give thanks in all circumstances, for that is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. So, hey, have you ever wanted to know what God's will was for your life? Da-da! There it goes. Be joyful always. You know, and it's not saying that you have to be joyful over the bad things that have happened. Maybe you just lost your job. Maybe you just got a horrible report from the doctor. Yeah, those things stink. But you can be joyful knowing that you serve a God who's in control no matter what. No matter what. And praying continually says, with every breath, Lord, I'm going to give it back to you and say, yes, I want to praise and not pout today, Lord. I may have lost my job. I may have a horrible report from the doctor, but I'm going to praise and not pout. And I'm going to give you praise. And I'm going to be thankful 
for who you are and who you have allowed me to be. I'm a child of the King. Praise God. I think everyone needs to write on their mirror, praise and not pout, so that we think of that constantly every time we wash our hands. That's my challenge. Okay, well, we're around the cafe table today talking about attitude and having an attitude of gratitude. And that means we need to be thankful and we need to say thank you. How, how many times do we teach our children, say please and thank you, say please and thank you. How often do we catch ourselves just asking God for our wish list? We're just constantly saying, oh, Lord, help me with this. Oh, Lord, help me with that. And Lord, if we could. How often do we say, Lord, thank you. Thank you for what you've done. And we turn to the people around us and we look at our husband. We look at our parents. We look at our children and our neighbors and our friends and our coworkers. And we meaning, meaning it with all of our hearts say, wow, thank you. Thank you, because God handpicked those people to be in your life. And all of the little things, I mean, chores can be a chore. <laughs> well, that was a grand statement. But <laughs> that chores... was brilliant. <laughs> Let's write that one write on that our one down. <laughs> Chores can be a chore, but they can be a chore for your brain. And so if instead of, you know, approaching it without joy, just, wow, I'm glad I have a washing machine. Uh, I, I'm glad I'm not out at the creek trying to wash these clothes and hang them on a clothesline. So it's mm-hmm. all perspective. And that attitude of gratitude is something that definitely does affect others around you. And it affects your children. And we all want children that have an attitude of gratitude because we understand how important it is for them in the long run to just have a blessed life and a, and a life that isn't downtrodden. And so mm-hmm. if they're going to learn from you and they're going to mimic what you do, so definitely knowing that um, gratitude is what gets you to the other side. And I think that's why when Ann Voskamp wrote that book, 1,000 Gifts, I think she taught a whole generation of women and moms and even men. I, I know a group of men that read that book together as a group. It taught us all to notice the little things in our life not just the big things, because I think when you're looking at the big things and there are issues, real issues going on in your life, whether it's money, whether it's relationships that are broken, you look at those big issues and they can just weigh so heavy. And if that's all your mind is thinking about, but if you can notice the little things, the little blessings when the sun comes up in the morning and you catch that sky and you see what a beautiful sky there is and then you know, something is blooming outside your window. If you count those two things right there as an amazing blessing and that you're grateful for that, you're grateful that you have eyes to see that, you're grateful that you're about to sit down with a cup of coffee before you start your day and read the Word of God, and then those big things that are weighing you down, it's like some of that weight just gets ripped off of you because you're able to praise and be grateful and those small things. And I do think that if, whether it's a praise journal or just in your mind, you have this constant, what small thing can I be grateful for that will help lift the burden of some of these big things that are weighing me down? Mm, I love that visual because I, I have just been helping my daughter and her four children move to their new home. 
and uh, you know there there was a lot of uh, labor involved, a lot of moving, and you know tired muscles, and it, and you could choose to be like, oh, I'm so sore, and oh, I I cut my leg open on the on the sharp object, and you could choose to be grumpy, but I'll tell you what, I sat down on the couch. And I had my four- and five-year-old grandson and my granddaughter jump up on my lap in the morning and snuggle in with me and say, we're so glad you're here, Grandma. Mm. Wow. I mean, it is those little things that you say, Lord, thank you for healthy kids that can jump up on my lap. Thank you for giving me this opportunity where I'm even able to to lift a box and mm. help my child. Thank you for all these little things where we were watching the willow tree blow in the wind outside and we were watching all the little leaves on the willow just flicker and just creating uh, an attitude of gratitude in every little thing. Tracy makes the world a better place. It really does. Barbara Rainey shared with me about how she learned even early in her marriage because you know when you first start off and then even when I've been married for 28 years even when you've been married for 28 years there's some things your <laughs> husband does that grates on your nerves but that's another one of those choices no matter what it is in life even relationships with other people she said you don't focus on that instead you focus on all the positive qualities in the people in your life I think I just chased a rabbit <laughs> I just wanted to say something about marriage because I keep getting letters from women that are struggling in their marriage. So I want to say to all the women that are married that are struggling in their marriage, think about the positives and be grateful for the positive things in your husband and quit thinking about the negative things because there are plain negative things about you that he could think about. (laughs) Okay, I'll get off my soapbox now. (laughs) Well, today we're gathered around Encouragement Cafe's table and we're talking about having an attitude of gratitude and how... It is a choice that we make every single day. And we get up in the morning, and Tracy, I know I've said this before, but I used to tell my children that when they get up out of bed, they need to choose to smile. Because if you smile for 30 seconds, your brain starts releasing endorphins, which is your body's morphine. And it makes you feel better. So if you force yourself to smile, you're going to start feeling better. And you're going to have a little bit of a better attitude. And if you break out in song, that's okay, too. (laughs) And, And as Tracy was saying... I know we've heard a lot of marriages struggling, and and honestly, we have just as many marriages in the church struggling as are outside the church. And I, I didn't realize that I had said something to one of the girls on the Encouragement Cafe team that stuck with her, and I don't know when I said it, but she grabbed it, and she told me last week, Uh, that this one piece of advice was really important in her young marriage. I was talking about uh, the love chapter in Corinthians. You know, everybody talks about the love chapter. And we all, you know, quote it on our wedding day. But there is a phrase in there that says, love always protects. 
And when you think of that and you, you go back and you look at the original language that, that talks about that word protects, it's as if somebody is taking a big cloak and wrapping it around the person that needs the love. And that means when your husband makes a mistake, when your child messes up, when your mother-in-law drives you right out the window, when your boss does something that makes you crazy, love always protects. And so you take that cloak that big overcoat and you just imagine in your mind that you are wrapping around them with your love so that you don't even allow other people to see the mistake Mm. you don't talk about the mistake you don't you don't broadcast to your girlfriends hey guess what my crazy husband did you don't tell other people about the the negatives or the problems you cover them in a coat of love and you pray over them and you let them feel that love and what happens when you do that they then say wow you have an attitude of love well that's a great word picture picturing that cloak because when you when your person wants to sort of either defend yourself or attack that person whether it's in your mind or verbally Instead, if you just get this picture of, okay, I'm just going to wrap that around in that cloak and just love that person. That's a beautiful word picture, Luann. I see why that was most helpful to the other sweet (laughs) woman on the Encouragement Cafe team. I'm thinking that's going to be helpful to a lot of women. I used that for my own marriage and my own life when I was studying one time uh, about the word love and all the different ways that it's used. And, And when I came across that, How important is it that we uh, model that and we protect one another with the love God has given us for each other? So today, as you think about your attitude, maybe you woke up in a bad mood and maybe you say, I'm not a morning person. Well, honey, you are whatever you decide you want to be. And if you want to have an attitude of gratitude, God can absolutely bring you to that side. I got a letter two days ago from a woman who is not a mom, and she told me that she was alarmed and frightened about motherhood because so many moms around her had such a lousy attitude towards motherhood. She said they complain about it constantly. They act like it's misery. They always look exhausted. And she's... You know, she's almost scared of becoming a mom. And she said that she had read some of the stuff that I'd written. And she was thanking me for having a positive attitude towards motherhood and understanding that there are difficulties and there are things that are going to be hard. But she just appreciated the positive attitude. And one of the things every stink of one of us needs to understand is our negative attitude towards whatever will affect those around us. Whether it's your attitude towards motherhood, whether it's your attitude towards marriage, whether it's the attitude towards your job. There's a thing I have always said. Anytime there is a subject where things aren't going peachy, you can either throw gasoline on the fire or you can throw water on the fire. And you don't want to be somebody that throws gasoline on attitudes that causes other people to stumble in areas. 
Absolutely. And here's the bottom line. Philippians 2.5 tells us that we need to have the same attitude as Christ Jesus. That sums it up, baby. (laughs) You go find out the type of attitude that our Lord and Savior had and emulate that. And may the God of hope give you the courage to encourage others. We'll see you back here next week. Thanks for joining us today at Encouragement Cafe with Luann and Friends, where women gather, friends laugh, and hearts mend. Let's continue our conversation. Hop online when you get a chance to sit down and breathe at EncouragementCafe.com. Remember, this is God's ministry, so we ask for your prayers as we reach out to women in Jesus' name. We'll see you back here next week where we fill you up one cup at a time.